hello everybody. Hey. Hey. What's yeah. up? What up? Welcome to uh, Pancakes on Sunday. Yeah, dude. Welcome back, fams. You know, I know it's Pancakes on Sunday, but we've been having a habit of Pancakes on Tuesday. <laughs> Which I'm okay with. I'm not, you know, both, I'm okay though. with it, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, we gotta get through the weekend, and we like to give you the weekend content. It's been a lot of holidays lately. Right. Yeah, and just, it's The just... return of Corey to the podcast. Yes, return of Corey yeah. to the podcast. Yes, we got yeah. COVID Corey back. <laughs> that, was fun. that was not fun at uh, all. Yeah, you sound like you got your ass kicked. Oh, yeah, I Pretty definitely much. did. Yeah. Um, some people said I was a little bit of LBS, and I'll accept that. <laughs> I tell you what, COVID <laughs> whooped my ass. I bet, dude. I bet. Dude, the muscle aches, the chills, it was just miserable. Yeah. It was honestly and I was one like, of the worst <laughs> things I experienced for three days. And I was done after, like, <laughs> 24 hours. Right. <laughs> and then Corey was, like, sleeping for, like, 24 hours a day. Like five days after he That's was, so crazy. Yeah. I can't believe I, it still blows my mind how it hits people differently. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, let's talk about who gave it to me, Ryan. Not at all. Uh, fucking right, Joel. Joe, you better knock on fucking wood, my dude. Not at all. Well, it did hit you. You got COVID. Not this not, past not time. Not this no, past time. No, 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 yeah, no, before. No. I got it before the vaccine. And that shit knocked you on your ass. <laughs> yeah. You got That's that J&J J was all right. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just getting it once and then getting the Did shot. Did you get a booster? Nope. No booster. Wow. I didn't either, but yeah, I just believe haven't. I will when I'm allowed to. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. How long do you have to wait? I think 90 days, right? Something, yeah. yeah. It, it switched around. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I could probably go get it now and it'd be fine. Probably. <laughs> it doesn't really matter. Shoot, that was scary for me, not going to lie. I was freaked out. Chelsea okay. almost took me to the hospital. Yeah. I did. What, what was the reason? My fever was approaching. Oh, your fever! Yeah, that is a pretty high fever. His fever was approaching one hundred three days. Is that yeah. when you're supposed to go? <laughs> that I think that's uh, what they say. Yeah, it is. I yeah. think I think what did Cheyenne say? Because she's a nurse. One hundred three point something. I think they said yeah. you didn't go to the hospital because well, like, it's about one hundred five. Like you're boiling. That's bad. That's already oh, that's bad. too yeah, that's bad. high. Yeah, yeah. Your 104, you're really skirting right. those lines. Yeah. So like 103 <laughs> point something, it's like, okay, you should probably <laughs> yeah, go to yeah, the hospital. Yeah. I had like 103 for a solid five days. Oh, no, <laughs> dude. I just toughed it out in the bedroom now, drinking course, Pedialyte. And... Of course, before going <laughs> yeah. to the hospital, like I could have, you know, gotten an ice bath and put a cold right. helped you. She kept putting cold rags right. on you, yeah. which helped a lot. I kept told her. The I, hot I told and cold her. and hot and cold, that. That's what sucked. Like I'd be in, I'd be in my underpants like starfished on the bed with nothing, and then just sweating, and then next thing you know, I'm freezing. Yes, I couldn't put on enough layers yes. to like. It was just it, back that's and forth. What, that's when it set in for me. Yeah. I was literally playing video games with Champa, Kyle, you know, and Chelsea, and we're playing Rocket League, and I just got quiet. I knew I was like, I just had a feeling. I was like, man, I think I might have COVID, and then it was like the chills, like you just described. But it was every, like, five seconds. Ooh. It was, like, hot, cold, hot, cold, hot, cold. Then I would, like, it just felt flushed. Like, it was just making me very, like... And I just kept playing, not thinking about nothing. And then we finally got off the game, and I looked at Chelsea. I was like, dude, I think I got COVID. Dude. Right, something I was like, right. I don't mean to sound dramatic, but something's not right. right. <laughs> and, then, and then we went to bed. It was fine. It was kosher. And then he wakes me up at 3.30 in the morning. Baby. I don't feel good. And I had to work the next day. He did too, technically. Right. But I said, okay, baby. So I went and I got a 
a Gobadaz and he took it and it was it was positive as shit right away yeah. and I felt <laughs> fine until Thursday night it fucking hit me hard I was yeah. like mm, I don't feel very good Friday morning it was it was gnarly mm. and I didn't get it the first time you got it right which makes supposedly, no sense supposedly or when Joe got it or right right supposedly right yeah. yeah but I got it from work and I stayed away cause I got it like in the work week yeah so, and I didn't, yeah. we didn't see in the I got the week. it, we got it at the, uh... And for everybody out Mulligans. there who didn't know, sorry to interrupt, Chels, but this is all Ryan's fault. Yep, sorry guys. Only, <laughs> only because technically he got it from his worker, Joel. So yep. it is technically Joel's fault, Joel, if you're listening. Does Joel listen to that's this? That's your fault. No. Um, <laughs> no, he doesn't listen to this. No. But, Joel, you no. suck. But, Ryan did make a comment. After his coworker got COVID and he comes out for the weekend feeling fine, feeling frisky, says, I looked COVID in the face. <laughs> and didn't get it. I'm fine. You said that to me, bro. I did. And literally. I did. Thanks, Ryan. Sorry, guys. And you yourself later. got COVID, even though you barely had no, symptoms. Yeah, I had nothing. It was but stupid. But you destroyed me. <laughs> I shared okay, a though. golf cart with you the entire day before. Which makes no sense. Did you yeah. feel bad for giving me COVID? Because low-key, I no. thought you did. And no. <laughs> I mean, because I you mean, kept texting right. me every day. You were like, how you I, doing? I, I was just making sure you felt right. right. I Which mean, I appreciate that. Did I feel bad? Eh, not really. I mean, it, <laughs> it's just a sickness. We're all going to get it. I mean, it's just a shitty time. Yeah, you didn't even lose your taste and smell. I didn't. It had, nothing happened. Dude, I am struggling over here. I know I you are. I still can't taste and smell correctly. I, like That's I said, I don't understand how it's like, like how you can put you guys yeah. on your ass for a bit. And I had like a cough. It's all the shit you've been fucking exposed to. Literally. Can't poison the body Probably. when the body's Dude, already poisoned. That's right. Famous <laughs> lines. <laughs> so literally, you put COVID in the face. <laughs> I did. I was like, come get me, bitch. Like, oh, that's all you got? Yeah, I'll drink Shoot. COVID. Yeah. Shoot. Yo, you drank him under the table. Pickled. Yeah. <laughs> fucking pickle, dude. <laughs> yeah, shit's fucking crazy, though. Well... Good to be back, Corey. Mm-hmm. Yes, it mm-hmm. is good to be back. I, and like I said, never ten out of ten do not recommend. <laughs> I mean, sure. straight up, not having a good time. We had a good, good fam jam weekend. I mean, we saw each other oh, all weekend, man. dude. Oh, it was a silly yeah, it was weekend. Such a good fam yeah, jam. started Friday night. We hit a local course, Blackbrook. Played a nine. Some good times, yep. good hits. It was beautiful outside. The weather was perfect. It was this a weekend. phenomenal night for like, sure. Oh. Even Saturday was just. I was oh, in yeah. like a Q-zip with I my wish. sleeves up. Like it was just beautiful. I so wish I was out there with you guys. <laughs> you were Work was there, such so. bullshit. Like if we, like we were, we were milking it. And all honestly, the league guy didn't want to be there. And we were just like, okay, if he doesn't want to be here and he wants to go home early, okay, fine. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we'll just kind of hang out and do what you want and bullshit whenever you want to bullshit. So. And the entire time I'm just looking outside, I'm like, <laughs> I could be there, but I'm here. Sometimes we'd be it like, was that fun. Sunday was rough, though. Sunday was rough, but I, I blame that on the lack of sleep and the amount of booze. It was Saturday. You didn't blame Saturday. Yeah. For sure. Because Friday we played beautifully. Going to bed at 4.30 yeah. in the morning I mean, and getting up at like 8 or yeah. something to go play. 8 or, eight or 9, you're getting up. Maybe and you're going to play at eleven a.m. eighteen. Oh, that yeah, was that was a rough rough call. You probably should have went to bed a little earlier. Maybe drank a little less. Hmm. 
I kind of, me and uh, <laughs> me and Kyle kind of whooped everybody in pool. I, mean, I was not, hammered. I'm not gonna lie. I was a fucking mess <laughs> trying to play pool Saturday night. I got. I was drunk before you showed up, dude. I was fucking. Ugh, I was all lit up. There was a mirror, and Ryan kept dancing in front of the dude, mirror, and looking mirror, at himself. <laughs> I was he like, was, "Ah!" You'd pulled an Eric at his wedding. Yeah, yeah <laughs> you did. You were just like Eric. Just like. Oh, <laughs> yep. Just with the pit vipers on, and I was just hammered. There's some. There's some. We're, we're gonna. You'll see some pictures about the pool. We took. We did get some cool shots. Ryan's got a cool shot. I do got a pretty cool shot. I'll so give, I'll give it to you. So we'll you we'll post, post those on Instagram when we when we launch this episode, right? Which right. you'll already be seeing. And so, yeah, but it was it was a fun weekend. Chelsea actually made it past eleven p.m. I did what? You made it past eleven p.m. Saturday, Saturday night. You were up until four. Yeah. You were. Oh, you, hey, yeah, you yeah. were up pretty late. I'm proud yeah. of you. You grew up, yeah, up so fast. She also t- <laughs> she took a five hour energy at like nine. She did. Oh, yeah. I had Kyle pick it up yeah. for me. I was like, yo, can you pick me up a five-hour energy? And I smashed that. Mm. <clears throat> yep. Yeah. Probably not a bad call, but probably not a good call. I mean, so, so. if you do that every once in a while, it's fine. fine. It's My body can't handle that all the time, but every now and again. It's How was your Sunday? Um. So I had to go do laundry at my mom's. And Corey made it. He made it on tea time. I was honestly when we got there, I looked at Joe. I go, thirty percent chance he shows up. What? You didn't <laughs> you think I'd be Well, I mean, I would have told was, you if I wasn't gonna. Make I know, it. but I was like, dude, you gotta run all the way back, drop Chelsea off, and then I'll come back. And, and you're kind of hungover, lack of sleep. I'm like, I don't know. We'll see what happens. <laughs> Kyle didn't make it. No, he went. He no. went to the casino though after four in the morning. Jesus, animal. State till like six. Yeah, I think that's what he said. Yeah. Won no money, <laughs> and then went home. <laughs> oh man! Sometimes it be like that. That's a night right there. Sure. Or is. should I say morning? I even took a shower and got dressed. Right. And was only what four or five minutes late for the tea time. No, you were on time. Yeah, actually, on time. Yeah, because the tea time was like I think like eleven ten. You showed up like eleven. Oh, I thought four it was or five. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was eleven. Nope. That's why I was I... drinking. <laughs> yeah, <dude. Hey. laughs> way to go with that, dude! Right, right. It does work. You know how to yeah, work my and Black Blackbrook, I did the same thing on Friday. Right. I told you, I'm it was normally like, not late. No, you're pretty good about it. I'm I'm pretty much on time. I wouldn't say early. with tea times. Anything else you're late for? But tea times, you are there. <laughs> Forty minutes before tea time. You gotta that's be. Closure, I do hate rushing, but when it's for golf, that's the one we. Well, you gotta be on time for yeah, golf. Yeah, dude. Man. I was thinking to myself on uh, on Sunday. I was like. I have never seen that man move so fast. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I'm going to fucking hold that shit over here. Well, we saved him a little time and you owe me a nine. It's just something with me in golf, man. <laughs> yeah. I feel like because I never had golf in my life until like three years ago until I met you. And ironically, um, a little personal side, my real father, which I don't know, mm. and all I do know about him, he was a golfer. Oh, so there you um, go. He was a golfer in high school on the team and everything, stuff like that. But I, I don't know him. So no. it's just kind of yeah. ironic and maybe sits deep with me now. That's kind of cool, though. Of me experiencing golf three yeah. years ago and just loving it so much and wanting to stick to it. And just, so I don't know. It's kind of like weird, but. No, that's, that's cool. I like that. That's, we got to do a winter golf trip somewhere warm. Yes. Like, 
If yes. you fly, not like Kyle does it. No, <laughs> no we're not driving across that. Ohio. No. Fuck that. We're gonna go. We're gonna get a place in Florida and go to all the golf places all around the area. Yeah, just go to as many as we can. And right. if towards the end, yeah, we get shitty, but hey, you know it's fucking Florida. Right. Fuck Who cares? yeah. Fuck it. But the key is you do your clubs as your check bag, mm-hmm. and then you just pack clothes in like a carry on yeah. bag. Yeah, no, that totally and makes sense. You don't have to worry. But yeah, it's. Yeah. Dude, how pissed would you be if you showed up in Florida and your clubs weren't fucking there? How pissed would you be? <laughs> like, like they're like, oh, your clubs are in Arkansas. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking Thanks. cool. Thanks. Uh, when will I get those? <laughs> they're like, right. mm, maybe a week. <laughs> that only suck. Uh, so I talked to Lauren. Okay. Right? Her and I, we decided that we were going to come on the show next Sunday. Sweet. Or this Sunday, I'm this sorry. Sunday. This so Sunday. It's Tuesday. It'll be recorded the 12th, not necessarily dropped the same day. Right. Cool. And <laughs> our topic of... Uh, this is an upcoming episode. We have a special guest. Her name so is Lauren. Day two. Good friends. Yeah. Uh, the group went to school with her, and she's doing some really cool stuff. And yeah. She and I went to Hiram together, and then she ended up going and getting her master's degree. I'm not entirely sure. She'll have to fill us in about that. But she's going to Arizona at the in July for her fucking PhD, and I am so proud of her. Is she, she going to go study at this Arizona? Yes. Okay. She's going okay. to college. Yes. Okay. So she, her, and I, we went to Hiram together, and we took Intro to Neuroscience together, and that was the coolest fucking class. Hmm. Doctor Canley was fucking amazing, smart as balls, dude. This cat was so smart, and we actually dissected cats. We had to like. They were dead cats, right? Wow. And we had to, like, no, saw their alive? heads off. Well, you never know what people think. <laughs> wow. We had to saw their heads off, which was extremely crazy for me because I'm an animal lover. I don't right. do that. But to be able to be, like, uh, a part of this little class. There was only 13 of us. We actually got T-shirts made for for the class. Leah actually was another really smart person. She is. She already has her Ph.D. She's, like, beyond this world. Wow. But, uh, Sads, I'm so proud of her, man. She is, her and I go back a long way. Oh, my God. We met in middle school. Were you guys in the same grade? We were, yeah. Yeah, We were in middle school together. We met in middle school. I think that's when her and Jake and them moved here. And um, then, ever since then, we played basketball together. And she was my right right wing in the on the basketball court man she fucking she was a i was she was either forward or center and i was the point guard or mm-hmm. wing and we just like fed off each other so well so we go way back nice. in addition to that then we ended up at Hiram together taking an intro to neuroscience class that's together. pretty cool it was really cool it was fucking baller and i've never i've never dissected anything before that was she's so smart it's she is so Jesus. smart oh like, yeah. you ever go like, through biology beyond, Joe, did I ever go through biology? Please. Like, go through? Yes. Participate? No. No. <laughs> I was in Scully. Wait. Scully's. Yeah, did you have Scully? At one point I had Scully. I don't know what it was for, but yes, there was... That's just, biology. You dissected a frog. <laughs> nope. said I don't know what it was Never for. did that. <laughs> you would have thrown up. Oh, yeah, I would have messed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember dissecting a frog I, in that class. I think I did that, too. I think she was a... And a starfish? Did we do a starfish, too? Maybe? I'm pretty sure we did a starfish. 
Maybe. I did chemistry. I got a long time ago. Chemistry was a shit show. That was. I hung out, (laughs) hit on Candace, and that was about it. That was literally our chemistry class. Marley was hitting on me. You were hitting on Candace. I'm surprised I learned anything in that class. That was a mess. Oh, it's funny. Yeah. Uh, Well, now that the school's destroyed, I can finally disclose that I had. I was in. No, chemistry in 10th grade. I took biology freshman year. Oh, so I was... Pants. It, it's a launch. When I moved from New York, they did physical science in like 7th and 8th grade. Right. And not 9th grade, so I got pushed well, to... Well, we had physical and earth science in 7th and 8th grade in, yes. in Newberry. But there yes. was... 9th grade was... It was physical science Environmental science, if you... Oh, yeah, okay. I... Yeah. Yeah. I got put into biology freshman year. With what's his face, Mr. I. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, but then environmental we're... science was also Mrs. Barth. Remember Barth. her? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she had the one science lab. Yeah. Yeah, it was another class. Was like, <laughs> she had the one science? <laughs> what class lab. was it? Uh, yo, I did. I uh, he's like PE was dope. <laughs> and life was sweet. Mr. Michael's classes. I always liked oh, his classes. Oh, yeah. classes. Terrible. Your senior year, you had him four times a day. Hey. But it was great because I never left the same desk. It was great. Brian. <laughs> what? You're ridiculous. I did it for it was on purpose. But it, it was I well had planned a, out. Everyone had Mr. Dre for chemistry. I didn't have Mr. Dre until I took physics. And I had Miss Cheeseman for chemistry. Ooh. And that class, the only interesting thing was I learned how fireworks get their color, which is kind of cool. It's different metals. Yeah. Copper's green and that magnesium is, is the cool. bright. Yeah. white and stuff like that. Mm. But other than that, my science experiment was I took a paper clip and I stuck it through an eraser of a pencil and then stuck it in the light socket and blew a fuse. Oh my god. <laughs> nice. There you go, Joe. Uh, there you go. I never finished what I was saying about Lauren before. <laughs> no, I started going off on a tangent about how proud yep. of her I was. So it was funny. So I texted her and it was we were kind of engaging about this conversation or this podcast that we're going to launch. And I just want to check in with her. Like, what is it that you that you and the boys talked about? And she goes, LOL. They kept saying, quote, this sounds cool and Chelsea will understand it. Go talk to her. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's exactly what it was. We were like, hey, we got a podcast. You should come on. Uh-huh. Talk to Chelsea. <laughs> yeah. So she this goes, is... at the moment, my uh, I'm looking at existential isolation, which is a facet of existential psychology. Yeah, she said that. But loves it, it. Loves it, dude. But I fucking love it. She told that. us that. You obvious. Come on. That yeah, was right. right over her fucking head. So she said, so there is research on that right now, and I'm specifically interested in how this affects people in prison. So, like, being isolated during COVID, though, even though we had TV and Uber Eats and all this other, like, families and our beds, it was isolating and impacted things like mental health feelings and hope. So she's essentially correlating life of prison and a life of COVID yeah. and what that looks like for us. So she, uh, so we have people in, in prison have beds, people have uh, families sometimes, except, you know, part of this conversation I want to sort of challenge this with is prison is not like how things happen out here at all. It is so much more than that. But I'm very interested in seeing... I mean, you can <laughs> Well, Ryan, you're an ass. I'm very interested to see what she is 
what what it is that she's actually looking at. She and she did say existential psychology. So we have different existential crises throughout our lives. So we are uh, a, a, an existential crisis is trust, for example. So birth to <clears throat> infant years, right? We have this existential crisis of trust. And what that looks like is, are you being fed when you're hungry? Is your diaper being changed when you have pooped or, sh- or peed in your diaper? Mm. Are you being uh, coddled when you're hurt or upset? Are you, be- uh, like all of those. And if you aren't given those things during that time in your life, are you actually... Like, how is your development happening? How is your brain developing? And that's what she's looking at. That's existential psychology. And there's different <clears throat> existential crises we experience. So it, it would make sense, like you said, prison is very different than COVID, obviously. Oh, but, sure. But yes. it, it would make sense in an existential crisis Correct. study on how that would work. Yes. Yeah, because also, I think it's fair to say, right, because trauma is a big play in this, mm-hmm. yes. right? Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. trauma, I think it's so important for people to understand. Trauma is different for everybody and very heavily based in perspective. Yes. I can feel the same amount of trauma and have panic attacks over something that doesn't affect you in the slightest. Yes. Correct. So, COVID to somebody could feel like prison even if they've never been to prison. Yeah. I, I could possibly see Absolutely. Yeah, I could totally, yeah. existential crisis. Not man. realizing that, no, prison is worse, obviously, oh, yeah. but in an existential crisis type yeah, of way. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. That, was, that was a different time. Yeah. So, snippet about what's going on this Sunday coming up. Uh, you should freaking check in with us and see how it's going. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. we'll all be I here. am really curious about hear about that. Oh, I've got, I'm excited I'm so to hear excited. about it. It should be good. I'm so excited. It should be interesting. It's gonna be a good. It's gonna time, be like, <laughs> be like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Airplane overhead. Be like, I don't hear what you just said, but that sounds cool. Yeah. Aaron or not Aaron, but uh, Lauren asked me if she should prepare, like what she should bring, anything like that, and I said, and that's when I asked her for clarification about the topic, and I said girl, we can fucking run with that. She mm-hmm. said, fuck yeah. Oh, hell And yeah. so, mm-hmm. it's gonna be great. It's gonna be a great episode. So I can't wait to tune in to that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. About to get your mind blown. Blow. And then the following day, I got our buddy Tim Cermak, or, yeah, Tim Cermak. Mm-hmm. He owns a company named Sem Remedy. He also made up or invented or designed this ticket-selling service for like venues for concerts to where like it, they can keep their prices lower because the fees are kind of lower. I I'm not 100%. He'll explain everything. Sure. But uh and he has his foot in like um he does a bunch of websites and owns his own like web server and like hosts websites and he's been this entrepreneur for the past like 10 years or something like that yeah, and for he's a really long time. he's got his toes dipped in a lot of things and that's going to be an interesting Marty Pants, dude. Oh, yeah. Come up type of deal. Fuck yeah. yeah. Good for him. So I can't wait to hear about that. I never pictured, no offense, Tim, I never pictured Tim to be this person. I really didn't. And it's not a bad thing. We all have different personas of ourselves as children and adolescents. Um, but I did not picture him to be so successful. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's nothing against him. It's just how I perceived mm-hmm. him. And he does be. it all in... Um... Like the music venues and the genres and the festivals that he's doing and helping putting on the in like the ticket service that he's and all the websites that he does is for a genre of music that he loves. So mm-hmm. it's him going to these festivals, quote unquote, working. He's he loves it. He loves it. So it's amazing. Hell yeah! 
So that'll be a cool story. That'd be cool. Great. But uh, that's Monday. Yeah, he's coming out Monday. Wow, Monday. Are 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 we all going to be here? Is that the plan? That's up to you. Okay, very good. I leave it up to you. We live on the edge, guys. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we never yeah. plan anything. It just is what it is. Life, <laughs> this is probably the most thing we've ever planned, essentially, and it's still Willy Wonka, dude. The podcast? <laughs> in general? Planned as in long term. Yeah. Right? We make plans all the time. Oh, yeah. But to, to like stick to something together as a group of people. Yeah, yeah, we're mm-hmm. dumping out episodes and we're getting together. I mean, but as I know, it's, I know it's a Tuesday, but you know, I mean, yeah, we're gonna do going up on a Tuesday. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, you started singing with me earlier. I thought I you know. were gonna drop it. Well, I didn't. I copyrighted <laughs> stuff, dude. <laughs> <laughs> we're not playing the song. We're hey, someone talking. might be like, "Hey, why are you doing that song? Do you have the rights?" Mm-hmm. All right, I'll remember that next time. You leave me hanging, motherfucker. Sorry, dude. <laughs> Sorry, um, dude. Well, so, yeah, a lot of cool episodes coming, and we had a good weekend, lots of golf. Um, I know there's been a kind of a lot of random stuff in the news, I guess. I know we covered it before, but Johnny Depp won his case, blah, 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 blah. We already yeah, we did, did a lot with that. Everyone's over that. Amber's got to fucking pay out. She Ryan. won some money, too. Did she? How much? What was it? I don't know. I, I don't think she won anything. Pay, no, I, I did not pay attention to it. No, I think she won. I thought you were glued to it. He had to pay her two mil, and she had to pay him. I want to say fifty. Oh yeah. No, there was. Oh, yeah. There, I there is not a lot of Because she was counter suing. Yeah. That's gonna be given. Fifteen years is to be a fucking FX TV show. I cannot wait for that shit. Oh my god, it's so good. You and Corey both, dude. You and your fucking teen dramas. There's nothing wrong with a good Friday teen drama. I have to watch that. There's nothing you, wrong you with it. You will love. You it. will love that. I know Ryan. I will. Oh, I what's, actually. What's it on? It's on it. Netflix. Yeah. What yeah. is it? Friday Night Lights. Lights. Jordan's okay. watched it twice. He said that's hilarious. I love it. Watch. I'll a, try to get him with the OC. You seen that American Dream? No, but we were just talking about that yesterday. <laughs> Watch that one. I got, I got about... American This dream. is not you an advertisement. All, all American? Yes, that one. The all football American. one? The other yeah, football one? Said. Yeah, I really... My brother, Alex, watches a lot, and he said he loves it. It's amazing. Mm. But uh, I've only seen a few episodes, and I did like it. I just kind of fell off. Yeah, I fell off. Like, yeah. season two or something. I didn't something. even make it that They're like 20-some wow. episodes a season. Like, they're like that's a long season. That's a season. long season. Jesus. I like ones like Half-hour like episodes? That. That's like 45, Grey's 43. Yeah. I love ones like that's that. That's like Grey's that's Anatomy. Big, that's binge-worthy like, right there. Eh. I like, a, I like a good, like, eight Hey, Friday season, Night Lights is so Five to eight season show. You can go a little bit more, a little bit less. Mm. Maybe 20 to 45-minute episodes. I love the half hour shows. Yeah, those are great. You could pound out a bunch of those in a night. Well, yeah, I love those for like your comedy shows you're watching. Yes, like Always Sunny. Yes, Uh, New Girl, New Girl. Yeah, Uh, perfect. Any kind of sitcom. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. all that. Some sitcoms go though a little bit longer than that, thirty to forty, but depending. I am really excited for that ninety show. For that ninety show. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's a you thing? Did, yeah. Oh, that was a oh thing. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's no and, and, it's and, and, they're going to be tied to that 70s show, too. So it's not like, so it's not like, remember how, like, after that 70s show, they put out the 80s show, and it was not connected to that 70s show at all? At all. So was it like all the kids are now parents? Yes. Yes. And Red and Cat, Red and Cat, right? 
they're going to play the grandparents, so they're going to be at their house, hanging out in the basement, just as it's going to be in the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot wait for that show. about that new LL Cool J CD? Yeah, I cannot wait for that. Yeah. Oh, oh my god. I'm excited. That is. That is awesome. Dude, I just need reference of Tamagotchis. Yes, dude. Dude, crazy, right? Do you have a small recap on basketball? I do. I do. I do. I do. I do. So we are now down to the NBA Finals. Down to the Warriors versus Celtics. Celtics took game one, uh, one, 120 to 108. And then Warriors took game two, 107 to 88. And uh, game three will be June 8th. Tomorrow. Yeah, at 9 p.m. And I believe that is in Boston. Yeah. So I hope they're really tied 1 1. Series tied 1 1. I I'll, want Boston to take it. I, I want them to take How it. How bad did the Warriors do or come back? Like. Did they so, crush them on the yes, second game? The second game was one hundred seven eighty eight. So yeah. yeah, they crushed them. Oh, wow. And what happened yeah. was because I watched several highlights of this. I game. didn't see any highlights. Game of that one. one, Boston went off. Boston went off. Everybody was playing their roles. It was such smart basketball. Yes. It was so good. The Warriors shut them down. Game two, and the Celtics could not score a shot. Yeah. Like, they were missing shots left and right. It was like, you got to get buckets. And the defense wasn't even close to what it was before. Like, I they need to pay attention to what they did game one. And I think that's what Warriors did. Obviously, mm-hmm. they came out with that different game plan game two and completely shut them they down. Made, so. See, the Warriors are always good at making adjustments. They are yes. really yes. fucking good at making adjustments. Yes. That's why they, they've won, what, four? Yeah. Yeah. That's why they can do that. That's why they're technically a dynasty on their second dynasty. But the series is tied one one. Yep. I'm definitely curious to see what happens. I'm Boston. rooting for Boston. I really am. I am rooting for. Boston. I hope they do it. I don't want to see the Warriors do it again. Fuck the Warriors. I'm so salty about the Cleveland Warriors series. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, we won. We won one, which um, is cool. Coming back. Yeah, it's just dope. Lead. Yeah, all the three. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We should have won the first one. Well, so no Boston. Yeah. yeah. Uh. I know there's some golf stuff coming up. I think I'm going to do a big topic coming up here soon and compare the PJ Tour to the new LIV Tour and like the difference yeah. in yes. this team setup and stuff like that. So I'll, I'll probably put a write-up together. So I don't have too much on that today because there's still stuff coming out today. Like There's team events and the way they do it, and there's actually team names and everything else, and it's kind of interesting. And So we'll get into that in the future. But um, kind of topic we threw together... It's been in the it's been in the bank for a little bit, but uh, it's been interesting for Ryan and I. We've been kind of looking into different races around mm-hmm. the world. Like I've been really getting the Formula One, and and um, Ryan's been kind of interested in yes. different races and stuff. And he brought to my attention and our attention this this Isle of Man TT race, this motorcycle yes. race. Yeah. Jesus, are you okay, Corey? Hey. That's gonna stink. <laughs> Sorry. And. Uh, so he wrote up a little thing on that, and I kind of found a bunch of other cool races that kind of go on around the world. So, I mean, Ryan, All right. take her away. I'll take it away. Yeah. So yeah, like Joe said, he he brought up he got real into F one, and I, I I also started watching, started enjoying it. And um, I talked to all the people at work, and I was told about the Isle of Man race, and I had never heard of it, so I looked into it, and uh, yeah, it's very interesting. It's Dubbed the most dangerous race in the world. So basically, the All Man race is an annual motorcycle race 
that has been held around May or June every year since the inaugural race in 1907. The race is off. What kind of bites were they racing on the 1907? Dude, dude, I don't even fucking know, dude. So they like, were they had been going no more than like what 40, 50 at that point in maybe, time? Maybe. Probably. Yeah. That was faster back then, though. Oh yeah, that's probably fast as shit back then. <laughs> yeah. So uh the, the race is often referred to as the most dangerous race in the world. The Leal Man TT is a time trial format race that is held on the public roads of the Isle of Man. The Isle of Man is an island in between uh, the United Kingdom and Ireland, so that's where it's located. Oh. So in the so, channel? Correct. Oh, okay. Correct. Uh, for uh, did, uh, for those of you that do, what? Ireland and where? In the United Kingdom. Aren't the, Ireland there's and Ireland and then there's the UK. And then there's... And the, then right here, Isle of Man is in between them. I thought Ireland and the UK were attached. But it's okay. Keep going. Yeah, okay, yeah. Whoops. <laughs> uh, the Isle of Man TT is a time trial format race that is held on the public roads of Isle of Man. I already said that. For the, those of you that don't know what a TT race is, it is a time trial race, which means it's a race against the clock. Oh, never mind. I am wrong. Okay. A racer will start the race, and normally the next racer will launch about a minute after. So the track is about 37 miles long with 219 turns. The fastest lap record was broken in 2018 by Peter Hickman on the BMW S1000RR. His lap time was 16 minutes and 42 seconds. His average speed was 135 miles an hour. Fucking cooking, dude. Since the first average speed? His average. So at majority of the time, he's going at least 135 miles an hour. Yes. Yes. Since the first race back in 1907, 270 people have died during this race. That number includes riders, officials, spectators, and bystanders. Daly Matheson, I think that's how you pronounce it, of the UK was the most recent rider who passed during the race. Uh, I lost it. Oh, I got it. <laughs> All right. Each category of bike has a different payout. The Superbike TT has the highest payout of 18,000 euro, which comes out to about $19,000. I wouldn't do that race for that kind of money. That's it? That's it. That is it. Yeah, but you don't even get the full payout. Right. Because the way it works, you need to be in first to get the entire 18,000. If you drop in your lap, you don't get that full 18,000. Oh, my God. Right? All right. Um... The race has eight classes of bikes, Superbike TT, Sidecar. The Sidecars are kind of cool to watch. Uh, <laughs> sidecar TT, Superstock TT, Superstock TT2, Superstock, Supersport TT, Lightweight TT, Sidecar TT2, and Senior TT. Most Some uh, notable names that have completed, competed in the TT, Joey Dunlap. He won the TT 26 times, and the most recent win was in 2000 at the age of 52. Tragically, would pass the same year while racing in a road race. He would lose control of his bike and slam into a tree. Oh. Right? That's the way to go. Uh, John McGinnis has 23 victories at the TT race. The next time he gets on his bike, he will be 50 and has an incredible story of coming back after breaking his back in a race back in 2017. And then Michael Dunlap was 19 at the age... Wait. What the fuck happened there? I don't know. Man. I don't know. I think I, I think I meant to say he had 19 wins at the age of 32. He has seven victories short of his uncle. Yes, and his uncle was the first guy. He joyed done that. Huh. Yeah. 
crazy. Yeah. That's that's fast. That water it's, it's a, dude, I, I like I said, I got I bought the twenty sixteen race and watched it. It's fucking insane, dude. Like you're you're like on board with the guys. I mean you're obviously watching it like a race, but you get the on board footage and like when they're hitting their straightaways, it's just a blur. But you see there's people here, but you can't t- you can't they're tell going what just they as fast. Yeah. It's just it's fucking crazy, dude. Damn. It's wild. Yeah. Well, to go off of that, another race that happens that's been very old, that happens every year, is the 24 Hours of Le Mans. Oof. 24 Hours of Le Mans is an endurance race event held annually in the town of Le Mans in France. It's the world's oldest endurance race event dating back to 1923. The first run of the 24 Hours of Le Mans was held on May 26th and 27th in 1923. Wow. The race was held on public roads from 1923 to 1939. The race in 1936 was canceled due to World War II and then took a 10-year hiatus. Mm. Following the reconstruction, the circuit facilities, the race resumed in 1949. Wow. So, yeah, it's the oldest, but I mean, they actually canceled for WW2. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, being in France, France yeah, yeah. yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> um, unlike fixed distance races, whose winner is determined by the minimum time, the 24-hour Le Mans is won by the car that covers the greatest distance over 24 hours. That's wild. Yeah, <laughs> that is crazy. <laughs> That's wild. Racing teams must balance the demands of speed with their cars for the ability to run for 24 hours without mechanical issues. The race is held on part track, part of a track, and also closed public roads. This event is known as one of the triple crowns of motorsports, with the other two being the Indianapolis 500 and the Monaco Grand Prix. That's kind of cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, that one was new. I didn't learn, I learned that. Actually, I, I watched a little bit of the Indy 500 and um, Johnson, Jimmy Johnson, I think, NASCAR racer. He was in the Indy 500? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, he'll come up later on okay. a different... That's that, pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, the race was designed to present a different test of the motorsport world. Instead of companies engineering the fastest machines, they are designed to be more reliable and fuel-efficient vehicles. At the same time, the layout of the track requires cars to be better with aerodynamics and stabilities at high speeds. In the 1970 oil crisis, it led organizers to a fuel economy Group C which had better fuel economy. Today you see hybrid engine systems in some of the cars. The race has roughly 60 competitors, each car required to have at least two seats and two doors. Open cockpit cars do not need doors, so you can race in a convertible if you wanted to. That's kind of cool. Um, Some interesting and unique rules for this race. Racers are not allowed to enter the pits within the first hour to top off fluids such as oil and coolant, but not including fuel. So you can come in and fuel, but if you have a like engine issue, you can't add you coolant. You gotta keep yeah. going. You gotta keep going. Or you drop out. That so sucks. you at least have to last an hour before you can repair. But you can spend time fixing. But you have to remember, you have to make up that time. Right. Like you win by how many miles you race. Um. This rule was introduced because if the car cannot last over an hour to top off fluids, it is considered a, an unreliable car. Another rule is cars must be switched off when refueling in the pits. This was established more of as a safety precaution. Mechanics are also not allowed to work on the car while it is being refueled. 
Drivers can also get out of the car and switch with another driver while refueling. So you can, you have to shut the car off to put gas in it. And then, but you can't have the car, you can't be working under the hood while the car is getting gas put in it. Hmm. And then, yeah, you, you drive until... Vroom, vroom, motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> you ever see the uh, Ford vs. Ferrari movie? Yes. Yes, Corey, I have you ever see that? that? Ford vs. Ferrari. Mm-hmm. That was that was that race that they were doing. That was a, that was a, that was a good movie. Um, yeah. So yeah, that was that was a pretty good movie. Uh, another interesting race, which comes back to Jimmy Johnson yep. here. It's called the Race of Champions. It's a motorsport event that takes place at the start and end or end of each year. The race features some of the best drivers in the world of motorsports. These participants are the best drivers plucked from NASCAR, Indy Racing, Formula One, Rally Racing, and everything in between. If you are a professional race car driver, then you are eligible. The cars that the drivers are all racing are all identical. There is driver has no advantage. It all comes down to skill. The race started in 1988 by former rally driver and most successful female driver to date in the sport, Michel, Michel Mouton and Frederick... Johnson. Nailed it! He <laughs> was the president of International Media Productions. Originally, the event was a competition between the world's best rally drivers, but has since expanded to include the top competitors from the world's most premier motorsport disciplines, That's including kinda cool. motorcycle racing. That's kind of cool. Do they? Is that shown on and TV? It's, it's a woman, guys. Hey-o. Uh, Hello. I don't know. Okay. I watched some of the like highlights and stuff online because this year's race happened already. Mm-hmm. Um, the top individual overall in the race of champions is given title champion of champions and receives the Henry Tovanen Memorial Trophy. The ROC Nations Cup was added in 1999 and now features teams of two drivers who compete for their country. According to the ROC website, the race works like this. The Race of Champions is a knockout competition where the world's greatest drivers battle to prove they're fastest on earth. This is I'm, I pulled this excerpt from the the website because so I quote this website because okay. mm. um, they they broke it down in a way that dumbed it down for me to understand oh, yeah. perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> um, series of head-to-head races and identical cars, and the stars fight it out to prove they have what it takes to be crowned champion of champions. The event starts with a group stage to ensure fans get to see plenty of action from every driver. The racers face up to each other and drivers in their group, with cars swapped around between heats, so they all have to prove themselves with a variety of machinery. The most successful driver moves to the quarterfinals, and then it's back to head-to-head, no second chances, knockout competition that gets to the semifinals and the grand finale. Um, so there isn't like a roster limit to start with? I mean, they, 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 I mean, it's, it is limited. Like they do, they pulled like two people from the U S and two people. It's really two drivers from that country, really. Cause especially so with, the, you, cause with you, the nation's cup. So how do you get chosen? You're just, you're, you're, you're a professional driver and you won. Like you yeah, prove yourself. Top, yeah. You're the top person in that. Um, along with this event, there's a nation's cup where two drivers from each country compete together. The nation's cup aims to decide the fastest country on earth. It's like the world cup of motorsports. 
It was featured in 1999, the first motorsport event based on nationality. Drivers team up with a fellow countryman in pairs. Each driver initially has one race against a driver from an opposing team competing head-to-head in identical cars as an individual race of champions. If the score is tied 1-1, then two winning drivers battle it off in a playoff to see who <clears throat> emerges victory. Oh, you got a lot. Yeah, this one was interesting. <laughs> Because I go into like what happened this year. Uh, and stuff I'm like curious that. about that champions race. Yeah, I kind of want to see that. It sounds kind of cool. Um, Germany. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, the ROC Nations Cup now features a group stage in which nation race against each other, nation and every group, with the four most successful teams progressing to the knockout and semifinals. Germany's Michael Schubacher and Sebastian Vettel won a six straight ROC Nations Cup title at Bangkok in 2012, adding. Their previous triumphs in London, Beijing, and Dusseldorf. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Fucking uncultured swine. <laughs> That's how it's pronounced. You see the little dots over it? That's how it's pronounced. I oh, know, I'm just kidding. Joe's very cultured. Did you see that the sauce he made today? It's called Joe Goo. <laughs> that sounds weird. Joey Stromboli. <laughs> uh, this past year. For the race of champions in 2022, it was held February 5th and 6th in Sweden. Ooh. Sweden. Sweden. It was the first time event. It was the first. It was the first time this event took place in an ice and snow track. Hmm. Drivers hmm. got to race Porsche 718 Caymans GT4s, a rally car that to me kind of looks like a Ford Fiesta. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it looked like. They didn't tell me what the car was. It it said what the Porsche was, but they didn't say what the rally car was. Mm-hmm. Um, there are two electric cars, one being a rally and one being more of a track car. And finally, drivers were racing Polaris Pro XPs. So like, uh, those off-road Polaris cars. Hmm. Um, the variety of cars and how certain events are raced really challenges the events or each driver's skill in controlling these machines to prove who's the best driver in the world. Some drivers are recognized in this year's race were Sebastian Vettel and Mick, Sebastian Vettel and Mick Schumacher, who are both representing Germany in the Nations Cup and are both F1 drivers. Valtteri Bottas and Mika Hakkinen were also both F1 drivers representing Finland in the Nations Cup. Representing the U.S. this year was Jimmy Johnson, who is seven-time NASCAR Cup champion, and Colton Herta, who is the youngest and six-time IndyCar Series winner. So they chose the two U.S. drivers are NASCAR and IndyCar. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Um. Oh, other interesting participants in this race improves it takes all drivers from sports is Tom Kirstensen, who won 24-hour Le Mans champion nine times. Wow, that's kind of fucking dope. Some interesting events that I saw. Were some of the head-to-head racing. No, dude. (laughs) No. So one of the head-to-head races, each driver is an identical Porsche Cayman. They were lined up in the middle of a paperclip loop track on opposite sides facing opposite directions. So, like, think of a paperclip. One car was facing north and one car was facing south. And there's the line. They're in the middle of that clip. Um, oh, okay. The objective is to fly down, take the hairpin turn, and race back to the finish. Essentially, the car is doing a half a lap. Okay. So on go, you go down. Remember in Too Fast, Too Fierce, when they yeah, race the go, two muscle cars? Go, go down, down the barrel and then back? Yeah. yeah. That's essentially what they were doing. 
uh, the fastest time moves on. Finishes come down to tenths of a second. Other events include rally, cross, and motocross events and Polaris off-road recreational vehicles. Plenty of racing action to challenge the greatest drivers of the world. Some like this, something, some like this would be fun to have in the states in the winter time, especially locations in the U.S. that can do a snow event. Maybe right here in Cleveland. Yeah, that'd be, <clears> that'd be cool. I would go see that. That'd that would be cool. really cool to go check out. Um, I'm gonna skip one because. I, I, I wrote about the, the Gumball 3000, and the more I actually read into it, it's really not a race. It's just a bunch of people with... It's more of an entertainment and fashion event where a bunch of celebrities drive from city to city and have parties in each of these cities and drive really fancy cars. Okay. It's not really a race. It really, it really isn't a race. Dude, it's a high-class road trip for... Notable cities to promote fashion and entertainment. It used to be in, like, Europe, and then they, they do have it in the U.S., and it's actually just finished. Went from Toronto to the Indy 500 to Nashville to Atlanta to oh. Miami. Hmm. But if you're interested in that, then I would check that out on your own. But it's really not a race. The one I really want to talk about that I thought was fan-fucking-tastic in America as fuck <laughs> is the 24-hour of Lemon or Lemons oh, is yeah. a series of endurance races held on race courses across the U.S. The series holds a Guinness World Record for the most participants in one race, 216 cars. Wow. The name is kind of an ode to the famous race in Le Mans, France, which we already got to. And also the rules that follow the race and on what car you can enter. Teams of at least four drivers compete for up to 24 hours in a race prepared with cars with only being able to spend $500 on the car itself. Sa oh. safety, equipment and <laughs> safety equipment and such to get the car race legal does not count towards your $500. So you have $500 to buy a car. Think about what cars are out there right now for five hundred dollars. What are you none. getting? Yeah, yeah, you get a rust bucket, dude. <laughs> well, I mean, that's that's. It might not even run. It's, well, it's like the 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 derby at fucking Chuck. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Has anybody been disqualified for not finding a car for five hundred dollars? Well, you can't race. That's one of the things. Like. If you can't find a car for five hundred dollars, I like, mean, that's, does that's this your... go up with inflation? Because used right. car prices right now, you ain't finding True. a car for five. They better bucks. be a thousand bucks right now. That's all I'm saying. They're like putting a Lego car together. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, stick guys, an just engine in it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I swear <laughs> we're gonna get. It. Despite the name of the race, it only really lasts twelve to sixteen hours. Oh, yeah, sometimes car... going the full twenty-four hours from Saturday afternoon to Sunday afternoon. But more than half the time, they don't last that long. Which yeah, I mean, you're buying cars for five hundred bucks, they probably like blow up and like. But that's that's amazing. Like, oh yeah, that's awesome. I, I like can that. see a a Cobalt, need a really shitty Cobalt yeah. for five hundred bucks, like a nineteen ninety six Toyota Corolla. But then you can spend all the money in the world to make it race ready. Yeah, but that only counts like roll cage and safety equipment. That doesn't count like you a turbo or yeah. anything like right, that. Right, it's right. it's a stock engine to make it worthy. Like you have to make it. Last twenty four hours. <laughs> hey, bah, hey bah. 
We got a team of four right here. This is the most America thing for real. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, the race was founded in 2006 by a guy named Jay Lam. Lam. Oh. Based off an event in San Francisco called the Double 500, which was a 500-kilometer road rally for $500 vehicles. After several years of deeming the Double 500 being too easy, it formed into what we know as the 24-hour of Le Mans. The earliest lemon races were held at Altamont Motorsports Park and other tracks in California, but the series expanded in 2008 to include races... In eastern U.S., with the fence taking place in Connecticut, South Carolina, Texas, Nevada, and Ohio. He said it. <laughs> he said <Hey>. it. <laughs> uh, in 2016, license agreements were reached to expand the race into Australia and New Zealand. Oh. Prizes and trophies are given at the end, and sometimes the prize money is awarded in funny manners, such as being paid in all nickels or checks made out to you on toilet seats. That's awesome. This definitely sounds like a race. Anyone with not much racing experience can join and have a ball. That sounds like a good time. So can anybody join it? Yeah. As long as your car is race-worthy and costs <laughs> $500 or less, we can sign up and try to race as far as we can. It's We need at least four people. So where do you So go? we get a fifth person who know, who's Based a mechanic. Where to where again? I mean, they're all over the place. Yeah. Uh, right. They're all over the place in many different... Yeah, there's yeah, supposedly one in Ohio. Ohio. Yeah. That would be Man, a silly who's one. Who's the mechanic? Do we know a mechanic? Mikey Bajelic? Yeah. yeah. What up, Mikey? Mikey! <laughs> Mikey! Mikey. Dude, you just pooped yourself! <laughs> hey, Mikey, you want to go race him? <laughs> you just got to keep us running. We'll race. Yeah. <laughs> you can drive, too, if you want to. <laughs> but, dude, that would be awesome, dude. Yeah. yeah. Paint a giant pancake sack on the side? Nah. Mm. Right. POS on a license plate. Yep. Yep. I'm just. I'm just gonna be curious. I'm gonna look up. On I wonder my... if we can have a. If we can find like a old ass scrap ass fucking car that you wanted when we reached 15 followers. <laughs> oh, you wagon? Not not for. Wagon. Not for fucking 500 no, bucks. No, you ain't buying that for 500. Like a scrapper. No, no you'll shit. get the frame. Right, 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 right. You, you might, might get a wheel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, what I think happens though is. Okay, so you buy a car for $500, but let's say somebody buys a scrap piece of junk from the fucking junkyard. If you spend $200 on your car, then yes, you could put technically $300 into it. Okay, so, so 500 is your ma- the money you put into it. Yes, you can't spend any Other more than roll cage and safety precautions. Yeah, your your safety like harness seats, a roll cage and like a helmet and everything else. That doesn't count towards your safety shit. Okay. That doesn't count towards the 500. The 500 is literally what's going to drive you around for as long so as you, you can. you literally have to find somebody to work on your car for free. Get it going. Get it running. And they get a cut of the money you win. Yeah. <laughs> if yeah. You win. If yeah. we win. If we win. If we win. Right. <laughs> that'd be an experience I think someone oh, would do. Oh, that'd be so That'd be silly. Fun. That'd be a good time. That'd be a good somebody weekend. Would, yeah, dude. What, just in a car for 24 hours? Fuck yeah. Well, well it'd be funny. It'd be, it'd be, no, not the whole time. We we take turns, you know. Right. You race for a little bit. She raced for a little bit. I race. Joe races. So it's like in a full day, like a twenty-four hour day. Yeah. 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 The race. Now they say most of them don't last more than twelve to sixteen hours before everybody gives out. Okay. <laughs> Dude, we would. So have it's just strategy. an endurance race. So they just put you on a track and say go. Right. Whoever lasts longest, basically. Just keep going. I think that'd be fun. That'd be silly. 
Damn. I'm in a 45 doing 22. <laughs> <laughs> are you, what, are you looking up cars? I'm trying. Anything good? Um, not in Craigslist. Nothing for 500 bucks? That's what I said. It's like impossible. <laughs> right. You have to find some beater that someone's trying to get rid of what and are, make it work. How, and how do they prove that? Proof you of probably, sale? Yeah, proof of sale and title. So wait, <clears throat> what is the definition of a car where you, like... Do they have an actual, like... Well, do you know how Chevy Cavalier... Do you know how cars used to be called lemons? Like, they would just be dumpy from the factory. Like, uh, Chevy Cavaliers used to be considered lemons all the time because they were just terrible, unreliable cars. And they oh, would always break down and everything else. So, mm-hmm. so that... that And I think Volkswagens were considered lemons at one you point. You basically like, have to find, like, what I, what I drove back in the day. What was that? Like a 96 Lincoln. Yes. So why couldn't you have a go kart? Race that. Yes. Because it's not a car. Yeah, it needs to be. It a, needs a, a to be car. a car, like an automobile that not you would go-kart. drive on a road. Okay. Street legal vehicle. All right. Dude, I guarantee you, we can, can we take one somehow here? find a five hundred dollar beat to shit Honda Civic. Let's oh go. yeah! Oh hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, dude. I had a see my decals. <laughs> see all my decals. Each one had five more horsepower. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, see that one? That's terrible, boy. Oh my god, you guys are ridiculous. Oh shit. It's because my car's so dirt nasty low. Oh. <laughs> wow. Oh yeah. Wow. Crazy. Yeah. It's nothing though. Still, it's just a bunch of places that are like five hundred dollars down, five hundred dollars down. What's the lowest you find? You probably it's, have to like go to local mechanic shops. Like, hey, who you know would it be? That or like those. Fucking, where do we? Where would you find those online? Like, it's not Craigslist. Maybe like an auction. Yeah, auction yeah. could maybe do an that. auction. Yeah, that's for sure. Yep. You'd really have to do some digging. Oh yeah. Maybe go to like those like lots off of like one two thousand seven Chevy Cobalt. Tell me. Yeah. Supposedly two fifty. Ooh, that thing doesn't run. Oh, guys. So today. Well, we got two hundred fifty dollars to make it run. Yeah, we did. <laughs> while we're searching these crazy things about these crazy cars and lemons and stuff, it's National World Caring Day. It is. That's so special. Brian, I care about you. Joe, I care about you. Thank you. Baby, I care about you. I care about you guys too. Love you. And you guys as well. Yeah, you fams, we care. Love you. It's National Chocolate Ice Cream Day too. I thought about getting a blizzard on my way to your guys' house today. Because of that? No, because of Wanda Blizzard, actually. We could have totally stopped at the ice cream shop on the way here, Joe, yeah. right there in Kirtland. That's Chelsea, 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 second dinners. Right. Second dinners here, all right? We already had second dinner. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> yeah. uh, Ryan ate first dinner at home when he got home, and then ate second dinner here. Oklahoma Day or something like that. National Oklahoma Day? You read that off my phone. I did. Damn. <laughs> Got to do Whatever it first. Whatever the fuck that is. Good for you, Oklahoma. It's probably when they become a state. It probably is. It's, also, it's also National VCR Day. That's fucking dope. Dude, nobody even has a Throw VCR back, anymore. though, dude. Yeah, I had a TV, a mini TV with a VCR built into it. That's what I grew up on. I found it. 
We got 2006 Pontiac G6. Yeah! It's enduro race car ready. Includes extra wheels and tires and has racing seats and belts. $500. Oh, because people probably sell strictly for the event. Any less, I will remove the seats and the belts. So if we pay, we could pay less than $500 and then we have to get our own seats. We're probably not finding them cheaper, so I say get it with them. True. If it's race ready. That post literally said race ready, so he's selling it specifically for this race. Enduro car race ready. Oh, yeah. Joe, buy it. Let's go. Let's <laughs> fucking go. Well, I bet go. You, you, could probably, you could probably Google Enduro cars for sale. This thing looks beat. I guarantee, <laughs> you, I guarantee you'll find more. more oh, cute. I guarantee you'll find more people like that, too, if you were to like to Google Enduro cars for sale. You oh, know what I'm dude. saying? For like, yeah. the race? Yes. They, there's probably a decent amount of people who do it. So Dude, it's like, throw hey, me in that thing. Where's my pile of heap over here? Dude, throw <laughs> me in that thing with my mullet. Oh, man. That wind blowing through my hair. Like, oh, man. Ryan, our fucking t-shirts with your gold ass, like, swishy pants. Right? Your fucking gold chain. It's just chain. an endurance race, so we just got to go 24 oh, hours. Here's a 2007 Ford Escape that has a horrible how, rusted underbody, but it runs. Can drink in this race? Well, we switch off drivers. Right. Well, right, but still. Bring as much as you want. It's a 2007 Ford Escape with like 150,000 I mean, miles on it. Probably, Said like the, the body. Drivers, we probably shouldn't drink. Red Bull. Could. Red Bull. Oh, I thought you were talking about. You're a vegetable. I'm like, I'm like, we could. I don't think we can do that. Did you think it was alcohol to you? No, I knew they were talking oh. about Red Bull, but I mean, you let me do my lap, I jump out, I crack a beer open. It's Fuck more yeah. than what you're doing more in one lap at a time. Oh, but like, but like what's right. I get yeah. on my, you know, I crack open some beers and hang yeah. out. I you're racing I 24 hours, it's like thousands of laps. Right. Right, right. So, if we do two hours apiece for 24 hours, wouldn't we each drive, how many times would we drive a piece? You're doing math. I don't know. Just divided by four. Honestly, we would have to do. That's six. We would each have to drive six hours. Mm. Six hours apiece. All right. How many laps you do in six hours? Ooh, that's going to be a lot of laps. Depends how many laps you can do. If you can do it all in six hour stint, go for it. You're going to have to fill up on gas eventually. Mm -hmm. If you just swap out every time you have to get gas. Yeah, because it's not about speed in this race. It's about going the. Yeah, last and going the farthest. Dude, I just drive five. (laughs) (laughs) this one has a rusted out underbody but the engine runs the and transmission is great and everything works just the underbody might fall off just the underbody <laughs> rust oh that would suck man you're racing and you disqualified at like 23 hours because your wheel just falls off. <laughs> <laughs> what a buzzkill. Oh. And you know this is going to be nothing but a massive party, so people are going to drink Well, that anyways. was cool about the G6 right. one because it, he said spare tires included. So you could, have, cool. you could have another set of tires in your car. Right. That's sick. What do you got? One, this one's a little bit too much. And this one was raced in the Gambler 500. I'll have to look up that one. Oh, gambler fight. Right. Yeah, because there's all the types of different roller oh, derbies yeah. and these types of races. All what is over. that? Is that a Cobalt? 2008 Dodge Caliper SE Sport Wagon. Nice. <laughs> Gotta love the Caliper. Does your, do your parents still have a Caliper? No, they, they, they got rid of that a long time ago. Ooh. Wait, ooh. 1994 Geo Metro. Ooh, <laughs> that's what I'm racing that. I'm yeah. racing a Geo Metro. Yes. Because... That car 
still, I want to say, I would have to look it up, but mm-hmm. it's still known as one of the best cars for gas mileage that's ever existed. Really? Mm-hmm. What was the mileage? Um, I want to say people have done it, and they've gotten like 42 miles to gallon in a Geo Metro. Jesus. The 94 is a rebuilt head, but has lower end problems and structural <laughs> rust. Not roadworthy. Yeah, look, <laughs> look at what this me- Metro's gas mileage is. Look at that. And that was back in even 2000. Wow. Yeah. You know how far you could go to Geo Metro? It's crazy. Damn. That's fucking wild. <laughs> Nuts. They, they took like no gas to run. Who knows, guys? Maybe you'll see us. <laughs> I'd do it. Yeah, the 1997 <laughs> Geo Metro is by far the best car made for fuel there. economy. Back Watch. in 1997, it got Well, we'll give you the first drive. miles a gallon. And then yeah. if you can't take it, then we'll just have to suck it up. Ooh, yeah. here's a 1997 Saturn station wagon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm not a good like I'm not a good driver, but I'm also not like good a car good for a driver. race car. Also, you're a phenomenal driver on the highway, dude. You would do fine in a. Oh race yeah, track. I know that. Yeah, you'd be fine on like, a racetrack. Phenom- I'm not like somebody who can sit behind a wheel for long periods of time. I mm. get very antsy. Mm. Can get we that. have a radio in the car? Oh yeah, sure. Sweet. Right? You're fucking racing your ass off and you're bumping up some tunes. Dude. Right? The adrenaline. You know Z179 was hitting that car so hard. This dude yeah. drove his Geo Metro from 1994 to 2017. Wow. Still apparently runs, but he doesn't drive it as much. Has well over 200,000 miles on it and said it's been the best car he's ever owned. That's awesome. Oh. They say it's just super cheap. Reliable yeah. repairs are little to nothing. You can do it yourself. <laughs> Here's a Saturn that this guy is literally saying, "Give me a number, and we'll make a deal." He just wants to get rid of it. Needs a serpentine belt. That's it. Two fifty. He'll probably take it. <laughs> He'll probably fucking take it. Ooh, a 1992 Pontiac Sunfire. Oh, yeah! Are you looking up on Craigslist, though? No, this is Facebook Marketplace. I'm in this this Pontiac Sunfire's in West Virginia. Ooh, so we might have to travel to get this stuff. Anybody got a trailer? No. Dayton, Ohio, Pontiac Grand Am. Ooh. Two-door, or no, four-door. Ooh. Because I don't want to drive it wherever we pick it up at, because that's just putting more right. on it. Right, right. I don't want to drive it until the day. Right, right. No, we got a trip that you could rent a U-Haul trailer, a U-Haul oh, truck, yeah. and that that oh yeah the two-wheel trailer on. thing yeah, for yeah. a day. Pull it. A wheel falls off as you pull it in. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Crazy. Well, fellas, maybe you'll see us in a race. I've never raced before, but you know it sounds like fun. We're about to. Fellas and ladies. I mean, that's and not a lot of ladies. money for investment yeah, for a really cool know. experience. That's I not too bad. All you fans race. out there. Does it cost anything to enter the race? Probably. There's probably an entrance fee. Okay. I mean, There's I, probably an application and nah. an entrance fee. You probably got to do a breathalyzer before you race. Right. Stuff like that. The car probably has to pass some sort of safety inspection. Right. And, but... Yeah, that would be fun as fuck. Yeah, we'd have to do our research and everything, but it would mm. be really, really cool. That'd be kind of interesting. <laughs> to do. Especially if we won. Right? True. We'd be like, big dick swinging, dude. Not even giving a shit. Oh my dude, God. not even caring. Pancakes on Sunday. Right? We're like, Ew. gay, gay. I'm sure it's referred to now as big dick energy. Oh, true, 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 true. Get well, it right. Sorry. 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 <laughs> 
All right. Well, that's enough out of everybody, <laughs> including myself. Yeah, what a mess. Yeah. Uh, well, thanks for joining us, and stay tuned for the Lauren episode. Oh, so excited. You guys are, we're going to have such a good time. It's going to be a great conversation, and I can't wait to share it with the world. So follow us on our socials, mm-hmm. our Facebook, Pancakes on Sunday. Instagram is probably the most hopping at Pancakes, Pancakes on Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. Please email us if questions, topics, whatever. We If we got something wrong and I got something mm-hmm. wrong, I mean, it's possible. You know, call me. I'll call me out. That's fine. I don't care. Yeah. I'll, I'll correct myself. Yeah. That's cool. Let us know what we can work on and what what you guys want to hear about. It's we're human, so that's that's this conversation. We want to open a dialogue. I'm more like a machine. Right. He, he, he's a test. Right. You're a fucking tool. Would you stop? <laughs> God. <laughs> He has a test tube, baby. His nipples are on Light the side. You. Right, my nipples are like right here. It's like right here for normal people. They really are. That's weird. Right? Look. I never, I never noticed that. that. Isn't that weird? Your nipple's right. like in your armpit, dude. Yeah. And then I got a third nipple. Look, check out the zit. You. <laughs> look, it's coming in. <laughs> Oh, well, <coughs> God. That's where you go out, huh? And there's Ryan. Hey, guys. That's why we keep around. <laughs> yes. But uh, thanks for tuning in, and hope to hear from you, and we'll uh, talk to you later, guys. Peace out, fams. Later. later. Bye.